Good morning and welcome to another mini Monday episode of Crime Over Coffee. This is your co-host Landon. And I'm your host Erica. Today I'm going to be telling you guys an update on Bethany Decker. So grab your hot cup of coffee and let's get into it. So today, our guest host that we have is Landon. This is another one of my cousins. Hello. And he's covering for Abby again. Those of you that have listened to our last few episodes know that my cousin and my sister have been on it, but this is going to be Landon's first time on the podcast. Thank you, Landon. So we covered the case of 21-year-old Bethany Decker back in November of last year. If you guys want to get the full story about what happened to her, then go back and listen to that episode. But today, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an overview of her case, especially for Landon, who is not at all familiar and was not here when we covered it. Like I said, all the full information is going to be on that episode. So Bethany Decker was 21 years old in January of 2011 when she went missing. And at the time of her disappearance, she was five months pregnant. She was married to a man named Emil Decker, and he was in the National Guard at the time and stationed in Afghanistan. However, Bethany was cheating on her husband, Emil, and seeing a man named Ronald Rolden. And Ronald was actually the last person to see her alive. So police first investigated the husband, and that didn't turn out anywhere. Police investigated Ronald. That didn't really turn out. And they weren't really sure where to go from there until Ronald became a little bit more suspicious. He ended up in 2015 being charged with the attempted murder of his girlfriend at the time, Vicki Woolaby. And this was in North Carolina. He ended up taking a plea deal and was sentenced to 72 to 99 months in prison. So the reason for these charges was in 2014, he had gotten into a disagreement and a domestic dispute with his girlfriend. So during this domestic dispute, Vicky was brutally beaten by Ronald. Her neck was snapped and she ended up losing an eye in this incident. And then he was only sentenced to the 72 to 99 months in prison due to the plea deal, which made it so that he would have been released in sometime in 2020. So you'd think that after that, he'd probably would have been the one to kill Bethany as well. Yes, and police definitely kept him on their radar because of this, but they didn't have any actual evidence, like hard evidence against him being involved with the Bethany Decker case, except for the fact that he was known to be physically violent and he was the last person to see Bethany alive. If you listened to our episode before, if you remember it, there was evidence that somebody had logged into Bethany's Facebook account at some point in time and had been messaging her friends and her friends did not believe that it was Bethany. So the police did obtain records from Facebook through a search warrant and that showed that Bethany and Ronald's individual Facebook accounts were both accessed from the same internet address beginning on February 16th, 2011. So this would have been after she went missing and both Facebook accounts were accessed continually over the next few days. Bethany was not actually reported missing until February 19th, although she was last seen on January 29th. So she went missing somewhere in between that. The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. 
Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. This was something that made it very circumstantial that Ronald may have had something to do with it because Ronald denied it. There was a search warrant that was executed and Ronald's mother's home was searched because he was living there at the time. And investigators ended up finding a key and a key fob that both belonged to Bethany's car. They kept a lot of the information under wraps, which they typically do in these situations. And while Bethany's remains have never been found, police do believe that she has been deceased for many years. And they also have never found any forensic evidence of murder. So it has been nine years, almost 10 since Bethany went missing. And as of November of 2020, someone was finally charged with the abduction of Bethany. Any guesses, Landon? I think it was Ronald. That's a really good guess. Yes, it was definitely Ronald, which if you listen to our original episode, Abby and I talk about the fact that we feel like it's pretty clearly Ronald. The police just didn't have evidence needed. Not all of the evidence has come to light on what they have of him, and it won't come to light until the trial. But Ronald Rolden, who was released from prison in 2020, so earlier this year, I don't know the exact date, was arrested and charged with the abduction of Bethany. Because none of her remains have been found and there's no forensic evidence indicating a murder, they're planning to ask the grand jury to indict him for additional charges, including a no-body murder count. How can they charge him for abduction if they don't necessarily have proof that he abducted her? So they would have some sort of evidence that they have not shared with us yet. People can be charged with circumstantial evidence, and he has a lot of circumstantial evidence that puts him in this place. A lot of the cold cases are the ones that are being solved with circumstantial evidence. And you don't always have to have physical evidence, but they might have some sort of physical evidence. And just because they didn't release it doesn't mean that something wasn't found. What I'm assuming is they found something, whether it be her body or some sort of evidence with Ronald, and they decided to finally indict him. But they're waiting to actually share that evidence until the trial so that they can keep it all under wraps so that nothing falls apart, which is something we see frequently. I'm also assuming that they kind of were waiting it out and trying to build their case fully because they knew that he was in prison already until 2020. So my guess is that they were just really trying to build their case. And now that he's officially released from prison, that's why they're like, okay, now we're taking him because he is being held at the Ludon County Adult Detention Center on no bond in Virginia. So if anybody has any additional information about the Bethany Decker case, they can contact the Ludens County Sheriff's Department at 703-777-0475. And if you'd like to remain anonymous, you can call the Crime Solvers at 703-777-1919. But I think this is going to be a case where we do see some justice being served. And I, I don't know when the trial is going to occur. I'm hoping that it's soon. And I'm hoping that we can maybe even give you another mini update sometime in the future saying that Ronald has been charged with her murder and is officially going to be in prison for the crimes that he's committed. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast, where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. Also, all of our sources can be found in the show notes of each episode. 
If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. Donations are greatly appreciated and assist in making the podcast possible. Other ways to support us include recommending us to friends and family, giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening medium. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.